Shalom to all. Today's daf is Yushalmi Pei Daf Chavav, and we are starting at the very top of the Amud. And in the Vilna Sursa Daf, it's about the middle of Yudalad Amud Aleph with the words Man and Kaiman. And today's daf is sponsored by Yuli Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sar, Basib Yaakov Maisha. Her Nishama should have an Oliyah. And we're right in the middle of explaining Beisham and Beis Hill. Remember, we had a Machlekes Beisham Beis Hill in the Mishnah regarding Malbanes Hatvua, patches of grain that were planted in between olive trees. Beisham says each patch is considered like its own mini field, so therefore it has to have its own pay left of it. Whereas Beis Hill said we view all these patches as one, and therefore one pay is left for all of them. But now the Gemara analyzes this. Manan Kaiman, what are we referring to over here? What's the situation? If we're referring to a situation where the trees are spaced very far apart, well, even Beishamah would agree that he leaves one pay for all of them because the trees are clearly not a separation, they're spaced so far apart. And in Bertzufin, if you want to say the trees are packed together very closely, even Beishamah would agree that every patch has to have its own pay left of it. So what's the case that Beisham and Beis Hill are arguing in? The Gemara says, Elkinan Kaiman, what are you referring to? Benetuan Mata Eser Lebesa, where the trees are planted 10 to the area of a base saw, meaning that's how far apart they're spaced from each other. Now, the area of a base saw is 50 by 50 Amis. And if you have 10 trees planted in such an area, then there's going to be approximately 18 Amis in between each tree. And that's the situation that they argue in. Beishamai Avdin line, we have to change the gear saw, Kiritsufin. Beishamai treats trees that are 18 Amis apart as if they're a Tsufin, as if they're very close together. And therefore, they're considered a hefsik in between these Malbanais Hatvua. And the proper girsa is, Kim Ruvachin, Basil treats this as if this is very wide apart and the trees are not considered a hefsik. The Gemara continues explaining, What's Beishamai's reasoning? That's because it's not common for people to plant Zrayim, different seeds, maybe grain like what we're discussing, in between trees. There's too much shade from the trees, and therefore that means there's not going to be enough sun for these Zrayim. So it's very uncommon for a person to plant something in between trees, and therefore, for a person does, it's just considered like their individual patches. Now the Gemara says, if that's the proper explanation, that turns out the Beishamah is like Rabbi Yaisi. Rabbi Omar, just like Rabbi Yaisi says later on, that it's not common for people to plant onions in between different rows of types of vegetables. So to Beishamah says, that it's not common for people to plant zera, different types of seeds, or tavua, in between trees. Now the reason why that's problematic is because why would Rabbi Yaisi be like Beishamah and not like Beis Hillel. We always Paschal like Beis Hillel and not like Beis Shammai. So Gemara says it's not a problem. Mistabra, it's logical to Beis Shammai yodun le Rabbi Yaisi. The Beis Shammai agrees to Rabbi Yaisi, but Rabbi Yaisi lo yodun le Beis Shammai. Rabbi Yaisi doesn't agree to Beis Shammai. Beis Shammai yodun le Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Shammai agrees to Rabbi Yaisi. Shekain ein derech b'nei adam liyas machnisim b'tzalim b'nei yarek. That's not common for people to plant onions in between vegetables. We know that there's an issue of kelayim to have onions being planted in between vegetables. So therefore, he would have to make sure that his onions are spaced far enough apart from the vegetables that there's no issue of Kilayim, as this is just not a common thing for a person to do. Whereas Rabbi Yaisi, lo yadi Rabbi Yaisi doesn't necessarily agree to Beishamai, because it is common for a person to plant seeds among trees. There's no issue of Kilayim, so Rabbi Yaisi doesn't necessarily agree to Beishamai on this point. Now the Gemara says, If there's a fence there, we view it like a tree. Meaning, forget about an orchard and trees for a second. We have a bunch of patches of grain, and in between these patches, there are fences. But it's not one long fence. If it was, obviously that would be a hefsik. It's fences is very much like trees, just like we have trees planted every once in a while. So there's a section of fence every once in a while. So we look at it just like it's a tree, and the same way Base Hill says that the trees are not mafsik, so too these fences are not mafsik either. However, we end up with the question, what about if there's two fences? How do we view that?
set. What does it mean there's two fences? It means we have one fence north-south and another fence is perpendicular to that east-west. So perhaps we view this setup of fences as if the owner of the grain is trying to show that he wants to make a half-sick in between the grain and therefore each patch would need its own payoff. But again, as we said, we don't have an answer to this question. I think Mark continues explaining the mission that we had said, that if the ends of these rows or patches of grain are touching each other, they're linked to each other, so then it's all considered like one field and we would leave one payoff for everything. Now we clarify this. Up until here, this is referring to if they're merging here here and there, meaning the case where Beishamai for sure agrees is if both ends are merging and touching. What about if only one of the ends is linked and touching and merging, but the other end is not touching? Another question we have, Do we say that these sections of grain that are touching each other have to be linked by a width of at least three rows of a pasiach, which we had explained previously is two amas wide, or is it okay if these patches are touching even just a kolshahu? And we don't have an answer for these last two questions. The Gemara continues explaining the Mishnah we had said, someone who makes his field spotted, which we had said he harvested patches in his field and other patches were not harvested. Now we had already explained this, but the Gemara speaks this out. What's his lashon of hamenamir sodeu? Kehadein nimra, like this leopard, just like a leopard has spots on its coat, so too this field is spotted. It's harvested in some places, in other places it's not harvested. That's why it's called hamenamir sodeu. Now explain why exactly he would harvest it in certain areas and other areas leave it unharvested. And the Gemara further clarifies, Makam Hazvalin, Island Chila, the place where it's fertilized grows first, Nimrida Karila, the field is called Nimrida, which means it's called spotted. In other words, in the areas where it's fertilized, that's where the produce grows first, so that's where he's going to harvest first because everything's ready first, and so now his field looks spotted. Now, there's two different ways that a field could be spotted. So the Gemara clarifies, Ad Kedain, up until here, Kishahaya Yavish Mikan Mikan Velach Be'emza, we're referring to it was dry here, dry there, and moist in the middle. Now, it doesn't literally mean that that there's a patch on the right and a patch on the left which is dry, and the section in the middle is moist, because we already spoke about this in a previous Meshna, there's a patch cut right through the middle. Over here we're referring to where the majority of the field was dry, which means the majority of the field was harvested. So he started from the beginning of the field, and he was harvesting like normal, and then he got to a patch which was moist, which means it wasn't ready to harvest yet. So he skipped over it and continued going on harvesting. Then he got to another patch which was moist, it wasn't ready to harvest yet, so he skipped over it and continued going. So that means that after this entire harvest, when you look at the field, the majority of the field was harvested, and there are spots in the field that weren't harvested. So that's for sure a case that we say is considered one harvest, according to the Chachamim. Why? Because he harvested the field like regular, he just happened to have left some patches that weren't harvested. However, let's say it was the other way around. It was moist over here and there, and it was dry in the middle. What's the halacha with that? Meaning the majority of his field was moist and it was not ready to harvest. But as he's walking through his field, he saw a patch that was dry, so he harvested harvested that, and then he keeps on walking and he sees another patch which is dry, so he harvested that. Is that also a case that the Chum would say, it's just considered like one long harvest and we would only need one payoff for everything? Or do we say that since that's an abnormal way to harvest the field, once he harvests the majority of the field, that would be considered like a totally separate harvest, in a way it's like two separate species growing in the field, and therefore we'd have to have two separate payoffs left. And we don't have an answer to this question. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow and continue to talk about Rabbi Kiva's opinion in the Mishnah, for now. Everyone should have a wonderful day.